Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends, spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue in the book of Titus, living a Christ-centered life in a self-centered world. Looking at verses uh, 6 and 7 from chapter 3, remember our future position in Christ. Yesterday, we meditated on five of God's wonderful gifts to us. God's love, God's kindness, God's mercy, God's forgiveness and cleansing, and the empowerment of His Holy Spirit. Let's add a few more blessings to our already full plate, okay? We have already seen that we are saved from both the penalty of sin and the power of sin. But someday, hopefully in the very near future, as heirs, we will be in the very presence of God and absent from the presence of sin forever and forever. Be thankful for Jesus, our Savior. Jesus became a man. Jesus lived a sinless life. Jesus was mocked. Jesus was scourged. Jesus was crucified. Jesus died. Jesus was buried. Jesus rose from the grave. If you are into learning new words and doing word studies, John gives us a great word in his first epistle, propitiation. It is only used three times in scripture, once by Paul and twice by John. The word means to satisfy or appease the demands of a holy God. God's wrath against sin is motivated by his love toward us. Sin is the great separator. God, not wanting any of us to perish and be separated from him forever, sent his son Jesus to die so man would not need to. Jesus was sent to die, to propitiate, to take my place, to be my substitute in satisfying the eternal penalty of sin. Romans 3.24, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be propitiation through faith in his blood. 1 John 2.2, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. 1 John 4.10, here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. What Jesus did, no other man could do. He saved us. Do you know what the angels called Jesus in Luke 2, 11? A Savior. Do you know what the Samaritans called Jesus in John 4, 42? The Savior of the world. Do you know what Paul called our Lord Jesus Christ in Philippians 3, 20? The Savior. Do you know what Peter calls our Lord Jesus Christ in 2 Peter 1, 1? Our Savior, Jesus Christ. What did God the Father send his Son to be in 1 John 4, 14? The Savior of the world. Let's be thankful for our justification. Romans 5.1 clearly states being justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And Romans 8.1 reminds us that there is no condemnation of them that are in Christ Jesus. Justification is that legal aspect of our salvation whereby we are treated as if we never sinned. Our past sins are forgiven. What an incredible blessing. A simple definition of the word justified is to be just or right. God declares us right because of what Jesus did for us, not because of anything that we have done. We need to be thankful for God's grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Grace is the undeserved favor God shows toward us. God saved us and desires for us to live a holy life. God's plan from before the beginning of time was to lovingly shed his grace upon us through his son, Jesus. The Old Testament prophets prophesied of this Messiah, but it all came so clear when Jesus, God's gift of grace, came to earth to live, die, and defeat death for us. Jesus is God's gift of grace to us. Undeserved, unearned, unmerited, yes, 
God's grace is amazing. Hey, we need to be thankful that we are heirs with Christ. Knowing our own hearts, we are the first to admit we do not deserve God's salvation. But not only did he save us, he adopted us into his family and made us heirs for eternity. James reminds us that becoming an heir of God's kingdom is a promise to those who love him. Then you add Paul's declaration in, in Romans 8, and all you can do is smile and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with them, that we may also be glorified together. You know, Peter joins the gang, reminding us that our inheritance is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Our priceless inheritance is kept safely in heaven, unreachable and untouchable by change or decay. Our lives and inheritance are eternal, everlasting, forever and forever and forever. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus, for our Lord and Savior. Thank you for your grace, your justification, and your adopting us into your family so we can enjoy you forever and forever. Hey, our time's up. But I hope that you uh, get a chance sometime to check out the wilds of newengland.org or the wilds of North Carolina. Great camps and a great place to go and spend time uh, with your friends and with the Lord. But today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.